0: Hi folks, this is Gabriel. This one is called Saving Denise, part one. One of my sisters said to me, Gabriel, you're a good man. Why don't you try one of those dating apps? I said, are you crazy? I don't Crazy people go on there. She said, yeah, so what's the problem? (laughs) I said, smart ass. I said, I wouldn't know where to start. And I didn't. I don't know. I don't want to go on that. Thanks anyways. But when nobody was looking... Like, at 9 o'clock at night, for us old folks, that's like a young man's language at 2 o'clock in the morning. I decided, what the heck? So what I did was I made sure that nobody, I mean nobody, could talk me into loving them again. I found this dating app, some kind of fish or something, and that the these women were around the world. I said, cool. I said, the further away, Gabriel, the better. I figured that way I couldn't do a Walden Schmidt And fall in love with the first girl, you know, that talks to me. So I started dating women in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) And that way, if they wanted to go on a first date, sorry, Lassie, I'm in Chicago. And you want to come here, that's fine. But, and with that one. I become, I got really bored right away. Well, as soon as they found out where I was, they ghosted me, all of them. And okay, so I'd make it closer to home. I tried Iowa around there, you know, and that was interesting. I met a country girl. She was so full of herself. I couldn't get a word in edgewise, and she had all these men hanging around her, and she made sure to tell me, and you know, what kind of gift are you going to give me? And I have double deeds. And I said, Oh my. I said, That's uh, that clinches it. She says, Oh, you like that? I said, No. Actually, I like small-breasted women and women that don't talk too much. And so I ghosted her. I was getting to know how to do this, folks. It was my first ghost. (laughs) boy. Anyways, so... She had nobody uh, room for anybody else in her life. Then I went to Arizona with this same dating app. And see, if I stayed away, nobody, I mean, nobody could grab onto me. And I tried my hand there. I met this girl, Marlene. Well... As I became older, I realized that I'm less tolerant of women acting so superior. I think it, I was thinking with my heart instead of my small head. And then with my big head, I started realizing. And with this conversation... Well, we went on and spoke for almost a year. And I'll be honest with you, she sent me some pictures and I don't know what you call them, pics. And uh, they were, let's say, very revealing. So at least I talked to her. She was lonely and lived up in the mountains and... She definitely wasn't my type. And so, but we stayed friends for a lot of years until she said she was coming to Chicago. Well, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I had to take care of this anyways. I'm getting ahead of myself, and I'll tell you about Marlene later, okay, so that's what they call a tease? I don't know, I'm just talking. I was, okay. You have to realize, my confidence was shot as a man. I was so emasculated from I hope I'm saying that right, demasculated or whatever, from Tracy. Truly took me years, years to realize what happened to me. Evil at its finest. I found out she did it to her next husband. And the guy she's with now, I'm sure in five years... You know, he'll be running around going, blah, 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 Anyways, if they even make it that far, he seems like a sharp guy. He'll figure it out. That poor guy, it, well, he's going to be, well, he has to find out on his own. Anyways, there I go digressing again. I'm sorry. I decided finally it was time to find love, or at least companionship, if not love. I just don't love. Well, I do. I fall for, I love the idea of love. And I love taking care of a woman. Anyways, that's my life in that's my job in life was to take care of a woman and hold her when she cries and blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. So I don't know what I was looking for, to be honest. So I started looking around the Chicago land area where I live. Women are really hard here. You got to understand they're really, really hard, and I ran the gambit. Now I'm old school, you know. I open doors. I uh, I love being a gentleman, and I love a woman on my arm and pulling out her chair and standing when she leaves to go to the restroom, and you know. Holding her, I'm on the outside of the sidewalk, and I'm just saying this guys, it's called manners. Okay, learn it up, do your Emily post. Okay, from so I ran the gambit from I was gonna. I had already figured everything out. By the time I got to the Chicagoland area, how these women work on these apps. So instead of telling them I own a company, I just told them I work for the company. Company. I mean, I had angry women. I had horny women. I had women that... Where can I meet you right now? I only have an hour for a quickie. What? (laughs) Uh, So I started joking with them. You know, if you've known me by now, you know I'm a happy-go-lucky jokester. Anyways, I'd say, wait, you aren't even going to buy me a cup of coffee? A lot of them didn't think that was funny. They were serious. Only one woman actually read my profile. They just looked at my picture, and that's what they were basing it on. They didn't even read my profile. One. One woman. She said, you're too nice to be on here. You've had your heart broken, and you still haven't healed How long has it been? I said, honestly, about 15 years. I'm a one-horse man. She was terrified of me. No kidding. She actually, she didn't ghost me. She just said, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm so sorry. And I thought that was nice. So I kept swiping right or whatever they do. And uh, when I came across this one girl, I could tell she took a selfie from the top and held her arm up, you know what I mean, looking down, and she took that selfie. She wasn't my type at all. Uh, uh, she wasn't. Okay, but by this point, I guess I didn't have a type Uh, you know, I had Marlene, and I was always talking to her. I mean, she'd call me twice a day, and we'd speak for an hour. And it really built my confidence back up being a man. And I'm not bad-looking, I guess, on a scale of 1 to 10, I've been told. You know, I'm okay, and, um... She had black hair and brown eyes and big thighs. She wore dresses in her picture, which was a plus for me. It's nice to see a lady again. So I accepted her invitation to chat on this app thing. And um, we chatted for like a month. Found out, now in a month chatting... You uh, you know, you're talking for two hours every night after work. And, you know, and then she started calling during the day because the kids and I'd be working and had the earpiece and she could hear me working in the background and I didn't care and she didn't either. She wanted the companionship also. I found out she had two children, and she found out I had three daughters grown and gone. I found out that she was still with her two children. They were in fourth and fifth grade. I didn't care. I love children. If you've listened to other episodes, I love children. I found out her husband was divorcing her, and he was one of those guys that collect information off the computer like you and I uh are on the computer now and he sells our uh information to the highest bidder and already I didn't like him he was a multimillionaire and he lived in a county over from me from cook county And their house was on the lake, and it was a beautiful home. And uh, they had their own private small plane airport where their garage was, where they parked their plane, they parked their plane with their cars, you know. And so she was what they call a kept woman now uh, how can i say this being nicely she had a masters in art but she had no common sense you know and but she had attitude she had learned that part that she had learned from all the social functions she had dressed so typical so she could fit in with one of the rich girls. you know what I mean, and so um and she learned well. I gotta give her a uh, credit now, if you can imagine, I was wealthy at one time, and so I saw these women women that weren't wealthy or. They grew up with a trust fund, and so I've seen both sides of it, and I really started realizing who I was dealing with the minute they walked in to the jewelry shop. They would gravitate towards us, Tracy and I, at the jewelry shop, and when they would come in, we both could tell That's how good we became. And me being who I am, I couldn't stand it. I had to help them fit in. I would find, to me, I didn't want them to to get hurt. And so I would tell them where to go to get their nails done. Go over here and get your hair done here. Go shop at this shop and they'll take care of you. Tell them Gabriel sent you from the jewelry shop and they'll take care of you. You aren't my first person that I've sent to them. Really? Really? What do you get out of it? I get a smile and know you're going to be taken care of. You won't have to worry. And Well, what color should I dye my hair? I mean, they would sit around. We had an espresso machine and two uh, wing chairs. And they would sit around all day. I said, look, if you're And I would talk like Gabriel, just like this, but without this garble in my throat. I'd say, listen, if you folks are going to stick around here, you ladies... You're going to have to buy some, So go out there and find something you like and bring back a picture of it. Okay, okay. And they would, you know. And I'd be honest with them. I'd say, no, you can't have two carrots in your ear. For goodness sakes, look at this. And I'd put the mirror up. You're hanging I said maybe a half carrot with a dangle or some, with a pearl on the uh, a teardrop pearl or something. I'm not gonna make you. I if you're a product of me, I wanna make you beautiful. And they they trusted me that I would take care of them. And I would tell them the latest fashion. Every year they would come in from wherever in the world they were, and they'd spent the winter in Palm Springs. And then they would come into the shop and ask us, So, what's going on? What's new? You know, what's new and exciting? What should I buy? You know, and we We would tell them that's what we did. And I didn't want them to be made fun of. You actually get drowned in the treatment of these wealthy women. If you've seen on TV, that's all true. Women are the cruelest things on earth. And then men right behind them, sharks, eating sharks. It's really bad, really, really that bad. And I'm not just saying that because the guys are just as bad. They hate all that hate and the one upsmanship you know, and they get get them before they get you type of mentality. I'm a simple man, folks, and I smile and I'm missing a tooth. I could have had it fixed years ago. But no, I want them to know. uh, Not only are you dealing with this, but if you cross that other line, you're dealing with this. And God, I enjoy my skin living in my skin because they didn't know where I was coming from. And this is all before rappers and... uh, Basketball players, and you know, no, I was the first, and to me, that's where it should be. And to me, that's more important than anything. I want to help women become the woman they want to be. Okay, I'm digressing, I'm digressing. Finally, it was time to meet. I suggested a Starbucks by her house. Yes, I had already Googled her. I Googled her husband. I Googled their house. I Googled everything else she told me. When we met in the afternoon, it was about 3 o'clock, and we were probably together for an hour I was still working at the time so I was in my work van I wasn't gonna pretend anything uh, than who I was and if she didn't like it this is the time to find out you got a rich husband or ex-husband well I'm a working man I've been rich and I didn't like it she rolled up in a beautiful white eggshell van A soccer mom's band but gorgeous. She had a dress on, two points for her. She had black hair, Italian, hairy arms, Italian. I like this. She was thin all the way down till we got to her thighs, which was okay in my book. By now, I'm probably 55 or 50, somewhere in there. And I was presently pleasantly surprised. She was the kind of woman that would look good on your arm when she dressed up. She wore makeup, and that's important. You'll find out why later. And she also had an elegance about her she is she glided, you know, which to me, I love that, and she didn't talk much, so when she spoke, it was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm listening, so we've been talking for so long, you know, it's been a while now, and nothing to really talk about. That we because we knew everything about each other, so I thought she said, Can I see inside of your van? I said, Sure. And um, so I opened, I took her outside and I opened up the doors because I explained to her that I had ODC, you know. And she was, she goes, Oh my, you weren't lying. You do have OCD. I told you at this age, I don't need to lie about anything, I told her. We jumped into the front of the van because she wanted to see my little mascot bobblehead of Wolverine. And uh, she then said and turned to me and faced towards me and said, Are you dating me for my money? I didn't tell her how much I had. I just said, oh, thank God you brought that up, Denise. I honestly thought you were here for my van, and that's why you were going to go with me and start dating me, just so you could get your hands on my work van. I just want to tell you up front, this is mine. You can keep that dirty old van of yours that's uh, eggshell white and gorgeous. I want this van, and it's not yours. And you could tell the woman didn't laugh very much. She was very, very serious, and there's reasons why, and you'll find out in part two and three. But that afternoon, she laughed uncontrollably. So I leaned over because this is the first meeting, and I kissed her. And I said, how was that? And she said, does this mean I get the VAD? I said, yes, darling, anything you want of mine is yours. And I handed her the keys and she started laughing again. She was she said I have to go pick up my kids. I said, Okay, call me this evening. I have to take a shower and probably just important as important as your kids. She smiled and kinda held her nose, said yeah, you do. (laughs) I said, okay, I'll call you tonight, and I leaned in and grabbed another kiss. There's something I haven't told you I think I need to tell you. Oh, great. She said, no, I'm serious. Okay, then call me tonight, and we'll talk about it.